How are the leaders at all levels of management tackling the toughest challenges each day? That's the question. And this podcast is the answer. I'm Rob Fonte, and I'm bringing on the brightest minds in management to share practical solutions to those challenges you're facing. Let's get ready to jam. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Leadership Jam Session. Today's episode is going to feature a new format we're launching called Ask Rob. I get requests all the time sent in to me asking me for advice and guidance on how would I handle a specific challenging scenario. And I thought this would be a great way to share some of these insights because I know that these are the same challenging scenarios that most of us are dealing with day in and day out. Now to help me today with this specific challenging scenario that came into me, I brought in a seasoned leader, somebody who's a dear friend of mine, somebody who's been on this podcast before, Eddie Dowling. And you'll hear us talk about this challenging scenario that came into me based on how would I deal with two employees who are just not getting along. It's a very common scenario that I'm sure many of us deal with. So take a listen to this discussion. I'll come back on the back end to highlight some of the key takeaways, as well as to give you some additional information on how you can submit your question or your challenging scenario into me. Dear Rob, oh, it's very formal, the dear Rob, <laughs> very impressive. All right, so I have two employees on my team who are not getting along. Uh, in order for them to achieve their results, they need to partner closer together and work more collaboratively. They both come to me to complain about each other and how difficult it is to work with one another. So if you were in my shoes, how would you handle this situation? And so we'll just call this person Jill just to protect the innocent. So I know what I would do. I would just fire to both of them. Start, yeah. start fresh, start clean. <laughs> the hatchet man. Right? Just start yeah. a clean slate. All right. So this is a, you know, this is a very common scenario. It's one of those scenarios where a couple of options usually come to mind. It's do you sit them both down? at the same time and have a discussion? Do you deal with it one-on-one? -on -one? I think the context and some history would be helpful here because that usually helps you decide which way to go with it. Yeah. I mean, typically in this type of scenario, I would always push it back to the employees and give guidance on, well, you both need to work this out. Or the first question I would ask is, have you discussed this with your partner? Mm-hmm. And what did that conversation look like? So I typically try to push it back on them. Yeah, I would agree. I think um, I think that's a good point. I think too, when you think about like what's some shared purpose that they have, right? I've had a couple of scenarios too, Rob, where unfortunately, you know, where this has popped up, where when I push it back to those individual folks, it just hadn't worked. You know, there's some resentment, maybe just some challenges where they just can't seem to get over the hump with each other. And so um, I find that that shared purpose is sort of step two. You try step one and that's optimal. And step two is just trying to find that shared purpose and then getting everyone to agree on it. So step one is, is trying to get them to work it out themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what's interesting is we'll use the tagline of saying, listen, two things will happen if I get involved. First is it will get resolved. And number two, it will get resolved. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it is in your best interest if you work it out between you two, between yourselves and, and figure it out type of thing. But also, you know, what's interesting is, is what happens behind the scenes is, you know, is one is coming to you and you're giving them coaching on how to approach the other 
and then the other one's coming to you too, and you're doing the same thing behind the scenes, right? On the individual level. But to your point, then if that doesn't work, then that, that second step is needed where you're gonna have to sit down and make it more about that, that shared purpose. Yeah, you know what's funny uh, to your comment earlier about it's gonna get resolved and it's gonna get resolved if you have to get involved. Uh, it reminds me of a, a statement that I still steal from you today. It's just the perception that you want me to have of that you can't get along with your partner. And so I, I think thinking through that or do you want me to have the perception of, you know, I have a challenge, I'm going to work through it myself for the betterment of sales results or achievement or whatever we're trying to achieve. I think that is a perception that the answer is probably always going to, that's always going to be the answer that I want to have. I want Rob to have the perception that I can work through this with my partner and we can ultimately land on a place where we can achieve the results that we're hoping for. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. That reminded me of a story where I had two individuals that just were not getting along, complaining about each other, both high performers, mm-hmm. right? It's not like they were, they were bad performers. And I was having a conversation with one of them. And I talked about that. What you want to walk away from is how you're perceived, to your point, right? Are you part of the problem or are you going to be viewed as part of the solution? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really on, on you. Yeah, so maybe a question for you that just sort of popped in my head as we think through this type of scenarios. How do we, we want to have diverse opinions and we want to bring diversity of thought. So ultimately, when you have that, you may not have a situation where everybody's going to get along. So how do you balance? Because if diverse, diversity of thought is a great thing for teams Mm -hmm. because we can all get better. But how do you balance that versus we have to get along and we have to have a shared purpose, shared mission? How do you balance that? Well, I think to your point, you do need that diverse thinking. I mean, if you have people who just all think alike, it's it usually doesn't go well. I don't think you're going to achieve the type of success that you're looking to achieve because you need that diverse thinking in order to come up with different ideas and different ways to approach things. So I think as a leader, what's worked for me is right out of the gate, that was just an expectation that I had for my team. I would basically say in the very first meeting with them that I expect us to have healthy conflict, healthy debate. I mean, we respect each other. Doesn't mean that, uh, and I know we're not going to all approach things the same way, but that's what I'm looking for, right? You could learn from each other. And I think you need to go through that period. And as a leader, you need to be there along the way reinforcing that and providing uh, guidance, kind of like what we're, what we're talking about, even behind the scenes. Well, I think you said two things there that uh, really stand out to me. First of all, you set some expectations early, mm. right? And, and even if you, even in this scenario for Jill, let's say, you know, maybe she did set the expectations or she didn't, you can reinforce those throughout your time working with, with a team. So yeah. even if you miss that opportunity, it's never too late. It's never too late to say, I'm going to throw my hands up and just not set expectations or reinforce expectations. The second thing is, as a leader, I see us almost serving as guardrails. So where, where this healthy debate and healthy conflict and diversity of thinking leads to innovation, sometimes they can, they can get, off, get off the road a little bit. And so as a leader, we need to serve as guardrails for our teams to say, okay, I appreciate everyone's opinion. 
But, you know, let's get back to what we're focused on here, which is that ultimate mission or purpose or results that we're trying to achieve. And I, that's what I see the leader's role as, as to be that sort of guardrails for our team. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Love that. I love that analogy, right? Because we are the guardrails, but we have to be there along the way. You know what I've uh, asked some of my employees that have come to me, employee A or employee B, and usually they come to me separately behind the scenes in this scenario. Sounds like that's what's happening with Jill. I'll ask, you know, I'll tell employee A, I was like, all right, how does your partner, how does your teammate make you better? Mm. Because again, you know, they always walk into this thinking negative thoughts, right? It's, it's always, they always go to the dark side, right? But if they're truly working together on a project or whatever the case may be, I'll always try to reframe it of, all right, well, how do they actually make you better? What's mm. the value they bring to this partnership? That's a good question. What do you like about this person? You know, right. as opposed to coming in like with like sort of, you know, dark colored glasses or whatever, let's talk a little bit about what's good about this person and how do they help the organization? Yeah, because in doing that, it forces the employee to think through, well, how do they make me better? Because we all have our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. How do I leverage them to help me with, it forces them to think through where their gaps are. Yeah. And maybe that might change a little bit of the perception of what's going on or that it's usually takes two to dance. Yes. One of the things I've done sort of consistent with what you're saying is how would you, when I go to this person and sit down saying, how would you treat this other, this partner, this teammate B, if they were your customer, how would you mm -hmm. approach them if they were your customer? So being in a customer facing organization, we have, you know, we have challenges where we have customers that in some cases may be difficult. So how would you approach the customer and how would you use that same scenario to approach this teammate? Yeah, that's an excellent approach, right? Because they walk into this with a very, you know, their mindset on something. Yeah. Right. And, and our job is to see if we can expand that so they can get to the root of what the issue is and who owns what piece of it. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes I might even ask them and say, all right, it, go, it goes back to, you know, do you want to be perceived as the problem or the solution? And so I'll ask if there's one thing that you can do to improve the situation, what's that one thing? Right. I like that. Yeah. And so this is, again, this is all the coaching that's done behind the scenes that I think a lot of managers don't realize that it does take a lot of time. You have to invest in that coaching to make them better at handling conflict because, you know, peer-to-peer -peer conflict and giving each other feedback peer-to-peer -peer is, is probably the hardest type of feedback to give. Mm -hmm. And, and so most peers will avoid it. And then this is the scenario you get into. They just run it up the flagpole to their manager <laughs> and I need you to fix Put it this. In your lap. Yeah. I need you to fix, fix this. Yeah. Right? To use that analogy, uh, sometimes managers that, you know, haven't been through this before, their first move is to fix it. Right. Um, is to True. step in and asking some really good questions, asking how would you approach this person, you know, if they were your customer or asking what do you like about this person or what value does this person bring to the organization? Things like that get them to think maybe differently. And then I love that question you just asked is what's one thing you can do to improve this relationship? Because mm -hmm. as, as leaders, if they, the way they answer that, we can hold them accountable and uh, say, Hey, you know, Rob, I, I know you told me that 
one of the things you could do to, about this was, you know, maybe communicating more frequently or whatever it is. How's that going? Mm -hmm. How's that going? Check in, like you mentioned earlier. Right. Yeah. Because there's probably a misperception somewhere along the way. What might that be? And you think maybe you might have this wrong? Is it possible? Right. right. So it's even just having that dialogue behind the scenes. And again, I think it is important to remind them, you know, what's the shared purpose? Yep. Right? What are we trying to achieve here? So I do think it takes a lot of time behind the scenes. As we talked about, you know, you have to put, you're, you're the guardrails, right? You're kind of just guiding them along the way. And of course, I always then remind them, remember, if I get involved, no one's going to be happy. That <laughs> I can guarantee right. you. If I get involved, I'll get involved. But yeah. I can guarantee you, no one's going to be happy if I get involved. Yeah, I've stolen that line, by the way. It's many, one of your many robisms I've, uh, I've stolen. Yeah, if Eddie gets involved, that's not going to be good for anybody. That's right, yeah. And by the way, it'll get resolved. So yes, yeah. <laughs> it will be, it will be, it will change. It'll, it'll get fixed, but no one's going to be happy. Yeah. Just thinking back to your comment earlier, you know, first of all, doing a little bit as a leader of reflecting and then not reaching to, you know, grab a tool, out of your toolkit to fix the problem, asking some general good questions of the individuals, coaching behind the scenes, and just understanding that this kind of conflict typically doesn't happen overnight. Right. Uh, so it probably is not going to going to be fixed overnight either. And mm -hmm. it's going to require some time and some effort of you as the leader to, uh, but it's for the benefit of the entire team. Right. Um, so I, I think it's worth it. You know what? And, and what you just said is a great point about reflecting as a leader. The other possibility is, did I contribute to this? Mm. Maybe it was something that I did that caused some confusion. Now, you and I would never do anything wrong, we so we could throw that, that out. Yeah. yeah, we would yeah. Never, never do that, so that's what? not even part of the solution. My people walking around like a deer in the headlights, that never happens, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it is possible, right? That is an important part of the approach is reflecting on, all right, was there anything that I did that maybe unintentionally? Yeah. I had some confusion. Maybe somehow one is being viewed that I'm favoring one versus the other. You, you know, there could be a variety of different reasons. So you do have to kind of, maybe I didn't set proper expectations. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is a critical piece you brought up. I do think we have to reflect and say, what, what do I own in this process as a leader? Yeah, and I think we've got to be careful about any, any uh, perceptions that we bring to the table in a scenario like this too. So as when we do that reflection, we need to be open-minded and we need to be willing to you know, hear out both parties as we try to overcome this conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to come in with our own perceptions about teammate A or teammate B. I think it's yeah. really important that we be open-minded. I think it's a good scenario. I think uh, for Jill, we've all been there. I think it's it's part of our growth as leaders to uh, to do that and and to overcome that and to uh, and to work through it as guardrails, like we mentioned earlier. So uh, I think it's good. It's also good for the other members of the team who probably are aware of that conflict. When it can be fixed, it can be a real positive, it can have positive ripple effects for the rest of the team. All right, so let's highlight a few key takeaways for you. First and foremost, you really wanna push this back on your employees. You won't be able to do that in every scenario, but in most scenarios, you can. You want them to take ownership of fixing the scenario between themselves. The next step behind that is you are spending and investing time behind the scenes, giving them guidance and coaching them one-on-one -on -one individually. 
on how they can best approach it with themselves. All right. So for example, even asking great questions to help them just bring different perspectives, such as what's the value your partner brings to you? How do they make you better? Trying different techniques like that to get them to see that you as a leader, you do expect different diversity in terms of thoughts, ideas that help to bring about healthy conflict. You should be setting that expectation on day one and reinforcing it all throughout your time with your team. And some final key takeaways. The one that you really need to remember the most is you should be asking yourself, what's the cause of this conflict? And even ask the hard question, am I the root cause of this? Or did I contribute to this somehow? Maybe I caused some confusion. Regardless, you do need to take a step back and try to understand where this is coming from. And most importantly, you do need to remember that this issue or the conflict, whatever's going on between your two employees, in most cases didn't happen overnight. And therefore, the resolution behind it isn't gonna happen overnight either. You just need to remember that you jumping into fixing it right out of the gate may not be the best solution. It is in their best interest and yours to get them to work it out themselves. You're gonna be there along that journey, serving as the guardrails. And a big shout out to Eddie, for coming in and sitting down with me to handle this topic. And if you have a challenging scenario that you'd like to get my thoughts on, please go to my website, a Leadership Jam Session, and you'll see how you can submit your challenging scenario into me. And perhaps I might highlight it right here on the Jam Session. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend or colleague who you think might also get some value from it. I'm Rob Fonte, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Leadership Jam Session Podcast. 